When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi, this is Tony Cotty, and you're listening to the We Are West End podcast. So, West Ham United did what we all predicted and went to Ashton Gate and lost in the replay. David Moyes made a much of a nose up as it's probably possible to make an FA Cup tie. Really, a couple of injuries to key players in the home leg. And rather than just losing and going out and saving everyone else, the the journey and the arduous heartache of watching us inevitably lose the replay at Ashton Gate, we drew, forced another game, cut short the winter break and cue pandemonium among the fan base once again, particularly the Moise Out Brigade. But as I promised you earlier in the week, uh, we'll try and put that behind us and focus back on the Premier League again. Me and Jonesy will be back for the usual format podcast next week. But in the meantime, I am here, Will Pugh, joined by Hal from the Sheffield United, the Chef United way, excuse me, once again, uh, returning guest on the show. How had some positive comments uh, last time, I think we had quite an open and frank discussion and your views are always appreciated here. Um, so we're glad to have you back ahead of this weekend's game at Bramall Lane. You've got a new manager since we last mm. played you. That 2-0 victory. Yeah, well, yeah, newish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, before we go into the semantics, what's the general feeling among yourself and, and your fellow Blades at the moment? Well, I would never be one to speak for fellow Blades, uh, but the general vibe from what I'm gathering on the forums and uh, people uh, abusing me on direct messages is that uh, <laughs> generally uh, welcoming Chris Wilder back. We're playing better football now. We've changed our formation, despite Wilder being the man that brought in this three at the back, the wing backs, the overlapping centre backs, and Paul Heckingbottom carried on his good work. It's bizarrely uh, Chris Wilder who's dropped us to a back four, which we haven't played since the Slavisa Jakanovic days. Uh, right. it's, it's, a, it's a throwback, which some will say is working. Others will say that we possibly have the same amount of points now as we, we probably would have done if we'd kept Paul Hackingbottom because we got points perhaps where we were expecting and then dropped points where we shouldn't. Luton at home being a prime example. But then again, maybe we wouldn't have got anything at Aston Villa. So, uh, but Brentford at home, you know, we'd probably have said, yep, we can pick up points there. And we did. And then that Luton game, that's going to be the one. That's to be the one. If we uh, if we go down with a whimper, we'll look back at that one and say, that's probably where our hope ended. 
Yeah, I mean, just nine points at the moment. Everton it is in, in 17th and no uh, points, sorry, Everton in 17th with 17 points. So you're like a fair fair way adrift. And I guess points deduction permitting, um, it's sort of easy to write you off at the moment. Are you doing that or has the change in manager, you mentioned there you might have the same amount of points, but is there mm. anything new you're seeing in the performances that, makes you feel given a bit of time or in a bit of time some that that points per game ratio might increase well it has to if we're gonna have any chance but yeah I'm, I'm buoyed by the performances they've been better you could argue that losing at Chelsea 2-0 is the same as losing at Chelsea 5-0 and you know we were mm. losing 5-0 at Arsenal under uh, Paul Heckenbottom we were getting hammered quite often uh not using that term because I'm speaking to a West Ham fan, but we were. And and I guess that it's looking better, you know, from a kind of PR point of view. Sheffield United aren't getting beaten 8-0 anymore, but we're still losing the games we're expected to lose. And we're just putting up a better fight. We played really well at home against Liverpool, lost. Uh, but there have been some green shoots of recovery. We've been in every game and we mm. weren't under Paul Heckingbottom. So you, you take that as a positive. The fact that we did really well in the cup, it was a throwback to what we expect Sheffield United to play like in that match. But it, admittedly, it was Gillingham in the FA Cup third round. We should be beating Gillingham yeah, comfortably, yeah, yeah. and we did. But it was nice to see that again. It's been a long time since I've got to half time and thought, oh, we've won this game. That's fantastic. Let's beat up <laughs> and just enjoy the football. That hasn't happened for, well, in this entire season. So, yes, yeah. there's little, little bits of hope, absolutely. Yeah, I did. I find the word should tends to be like the enemy of all happiness, particularly when it comes to football. West Ham should have beaten Bristol City. We should have beaten Bristol City, particularly the fact that we had two bites at that cherry. But uh, yeah, as we know, it doesn't always come to fruition. When you mentioned the performances are getting better, what does I know this? This is actually a more clever question than it sounds. I think, but what what does that look like? Obviously the you know, are you just defensively more resolute? Are you actually a bit more threatening in front of goal, a bit of both? Well, what does it look like? It looks like both of those things. We are not, as I've said, not, not getting hammered. So we're not conceding as many goals. Uh, chances that we're giving up feels less. You might not want to look at our games in you know, Manchester City. Uh, but, you know, we're not getting hammered in those matches. Maybe that's more luck than tactics. Uh, but we're actually creating a lot more. You know, our XG at home against uh, Luton, whether you're a fan of XG or not, was just below three. Yeah. That's that's good. That's what it should be. You should be creating roughly two to three chances at home in every game. And that's now happening. But there have been, you know, Man uh, Manchester City aside, you know, and Liverpool and, and Chelsea and those kind of games where we were expected to lose. When we went to Aston Villa, it was the sort of away performance that I'd kind <laughs> of expected to see all season. Backs yeah. to the wall, defensive grit, resolve. And yeah. the players playing, knowing that on paper Villa should beat us quite comfortably, but actually we're doing everything else right. And then yeah. when we get our one, two sniffs at goal, we take one. And that's yeah, actually yeah, sure. been that's been what's happening. Now you could look at Luton at home and say, well, we dominated the certainly the second half. We had far more chances. We were two one up with seventy one minutes played. They Luton didn't have a single shot on target the rest of the game. And we lost three two. You know that <laughs> you can't really legislate for that, but it's happened. And uh, as the kids say, we move. Yeah, <laughs> they do say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you just quickly then before before we move on? Do you give yourself any hope? Or I know that I hate this question. I hate myself for asking it actually. But do you give I hate yourself for asking it? <laughs> 
totally understandable. Totally understandable. Do you give yourself any hope or are you just resigned to the fact that are you sort of planning ahead to next season already? Um, or is, is that a bit, I don't know, no, fatalist, I mean, defeatist? Right. Let's say West Ham beat us. You'd have 37 points from 21 games. We won't get to 37 points. And 37, 38, 39 is really what you'd be looking at in a normal yeah. Premier League season to survive. And yeah. we are on nine points. If Everton are deducted 20 points in another 10, they'll be on seven. That's only two points behind us. We haven't been deducted any points. It's no, a terrible state of affairs. We've only won two games and we've only drawn three. We yeah. have been terrible in front of goal. We've scored as many goals as games we've lost and we are just letting in far, far too many. No team in the league is letting as many goals as we have and our goal difference is enormous, which means if we do uh, try and survive, it's not going to be goal difference. You know, if we're level on points, no, it's going to be the thing that keeps us up. You know, we now just have to win games we're not supposed to win. We have to have a lot of luck and realistically, we have to hope other teams not only drop points, but perhaps there's a bit of that off the pitch 2024 yeah, yeah. games are yeah. settled in the courtroom uh, that, that might actually uh, help us. But you don't, you don't want to rely on Nottingham Forest, no. Everton, and maybe Manchester City uh, all being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, That's not I how think it should most, be. most football fans would enjoy that one. Just um, what did you make then? Obviously, you said the performance has improved. What did you make of, of Chris Wilder's return? So I think last time we were on, it was in the offing, and perhaps a story had just come out that. Um, there was a potential that he could come back. What did you, what did you, and do you make of of, of it being Wilder the man to return? Because it obviously felt like it was the right time for Heckingbottom to go. I knew it was probably going to happen uh, when I first asked a few of my journalist pals, like, "Is this nonsense, or is there something in this?" And I kind of got the dot dot dots, or just the eyes emoji uh, sent back to me, and I kind of thought, right. This is probably going to happen at some point, but I was surprised at the timing. I thought that there was probably a better time if you are going to change the manager. I was really, when I first heard about it, I was quite surprised because Chris Wilder got Sheffield United promoted. Paul Heckingbottom got Sheffield United promoted. It looks like we're going down, so you need someone that's going to get us promoted. <laughs> uh, yeah. It felt like much of a muchness. The man who's already been there coming back, a man who's, whilst he left before we went down, Chris Wilder all intensive purposes took us down hmm. but he's also the man that helped us finish ninth in the Premier League and got us playing the best football I've ever seen in my entire lifetime so Chris Wilder is loved by Sheffield United fans as formerly as a player and as a manager it's great to have him back I felt sorry for Paul Heckenbottom if anything as Steve Cooper's seen sometimes you are punished for overachieving and if Paul yeah. and if he hadn't got his promotion last season he could easily still be in the job so yeah uh, it's just the way football goes. And yeah, let's let's get behind Chris. We all loved Chris. We never wanted Chris to leave in the first place. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I do, it, it, it's really odd that uh, like concept, isn't it? Of I we find it the same at the moment with with David Moyes. Definitely getting so much grief because of how good he's been. It's just absolutely. It's a mind bending concept. Look at Charlton. I always say, look. Everyone wanted Alan Kerbishley because he was boring and they would finish 12th, 15th every season. Yeah. Get rid of curbs, let's kick on. Yeah. Charlton will not be back in the Premier League in the next 20 years. And yeah, just yeah. Got, you've got to be careful. I've got a good friend who's a Charlton fan. I remember last time we played them, he sent me a message and said, we'll never play you again. Yeah. So convinced <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They are going one way and one way only. 
Yeah, I, I I quite agree. I, I couldn't agree more. And we, you know, me and James, my co-host, have had to have a we've had to strike a pact that we're not going to do the Moise in or out conversation anymore because I'm so staunchly Moise in, and he's not these Moise out, but he just sort of tries to. Let's be honest, he plays to the crowd a little bit because um, you know to, to lots of our Moise out listeners. But I just find, yeah, I I just find it completely baffling. I. I because the fact is, as well, it's not like with Kirbyshire, he was at Charlton for, I don't know, what, 20 years or 15 years, something like that. A long, long, long time. time. Yeah, know. David Moyes, West Ham have been good for three years. And we weren't even that good last year. We were pretty pants in the Premier League. And just, we obviously, we won the Conference League, which was amazing. But, yeah, I, it really, really baffles me. Well, what a lot of people don't know is uh, Ronan Keating sang the song Life is a Roller Coaster, which is actually yeah. about West Ham under David Moyes. <laughs> each season <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah excellent foresight from Ronan there but um how let's talk about the game then obviously West Ham uh, beat Sheffield United 2-0 in the reverse fixture Jared Bowen and Thomas Suchek with the with the goals um what, what do we expect because we are in poor form at the moment and none of our good players are, are are anywhere near the first eleven. Lucas Paqueta injured. Mohamed Kudus at Afcon. Jared Bowen also injured. Side Ben Rama got sent off in the cup. Doesn't want to play for West Ham. He looks like he'll go this window. Pablo Fornells is off probably at the, almost certainly at the end of the season. So his commitment has dropped somewhat. He's not getting much game time going forward. Uh, if we score a goal, I will be stunned. Danny Ings, don't get me started. Honestly, if we score, I'll be stunned. So I would take a point off of you right now, which does seem an odd approach going to play against a team who are bottom. Well, let's uh, just agree what, not, not to play the game or we'll just settle for a yeah, point each. Have a point each, yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, are you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you expecting? Uh, well, Danny Ings, it sounds like Danny stings if he scores then because he's he's often been pretty dangerous against us. But I've, every West Ham fan I've spoken to thinks he's pants. Uh, so he's, he's gar- worse gar- than that. Yeah. He's guaranteed to Well, actually, I don't know why pants is a derogatory term. Pants are extremely useful. And I wear them every day. <laughs> I uh, wear them most days. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Great. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're, Sometimes we're, I even wear them to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's 2024. Doesn't everyone work from home now? I, I... <laughs> well, this is true. Yeah, I, he says sat in his office. Look, but, um, yeah. Bowen, might, might, Bowen might make it. I, I said on my own preview that if Bowen is 80% fit, David Boys might risk him. So integral is he? Uh, and of course, we saw that in the reverse fixture. Um, you know, I know that the players out are big players. West Ham, though, are still sixth in the Premier League. And still, with your depleted squad, you are better on paper than Sheffield United. But thankfully, football doesn't work like that. We're at home. We've had a nice long rest. You've just lost to Bristol City on a Tuesday night, a game that you wouldn't have wanted to have, particularly as you'd have thought Bristol City at home in the third round. Get through that. Nice little break for Sheffield United. The last thing any West Ham fan wants is a team now of scrappers with a new manager (laughs) who's just won their last game on the bottom of the table, and you've got to go away from home. And Sheffield United and West Ham fans don't like each other. Now, the players won't have any concept or even care about what (laughs) happened in the middle of the noughties, but many of our fans still do. So it's a grudge match as well. Throw it all in. uh, It'll either be a fantastic spectacle or it'll be dreadful. 
<laughs> Happy days. Well, look, how I must admit, um, I, I declared to myself before, I was like, right, we've, I've done the Tevez chat with him before. I'm not going to ask about Good. that anymore. That ship has sailed. I felt like I was the only you one. You said ship, right? When you think of Tevez. Right? That ship. ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that ship has sailed. And uh, I think I was the only one sort of caring about that anymore. But uh, yeah, expect a, uh, a good atmosphere. And I honestly, I would definitely take a point now. It's almost statistically impossible, isn't it? Having got nine points in the first half of the season and that you've got a, a new manager. It's so embarrassing when you say it out loud. <laughs> but you, you, it, it's almost impossible that you'll go another 19, 18 games or whatever it is you've got left and get a single-digit point haul. This just screams, because of all the things you said, one of those games where where you get at least one of or three of very few points that you Good. may get in the second half of the season. So if you're going, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Well, Will, we, we, we just need to get more points than Derby County. That's actually all I'm hoping what for. What is that? What was 15? Yeah. I think it's less than that. I is it think, less? Maybe twelve. I think it's eleven, but um, yeah. I mean, let's do some on-pod googling, shall we? Uh, uh, well, I think that was it. I mean, I'm I'm not sure. I think it was, I think it was eleven. But I, I yeah. Might but are you um are you well yeah uh, yeah? How many points did eleven? You were correct. Yeah, five points to you. Well done. So well, I'd like five more points for Sheffield United because that would mean <laughs> then we're not we're not. I don't want to be the team that because people will talk about it for years. Yeah, whoever yeah. replaces Derby, it'll be in 10 years' time. Who's the team that got the lowest ever points in the Premier League? I cannot yeah. have that be my team because we are not the worst team in Premier League. Ever. <laughs> no, quite. And, and if I'm quite honest, like I say, I expect you to, with your nine points already, to surpass Derby's 11 this weekend. So, look, Hal, thanks very much indeed for coming on the We Are West Ham podcast uh, at Hal the Blade on Twitter. And it's the Chef United way, if you it fancy is. listening, to a bit more of a focused Blades view ahead of the game at the weekend at Bramble Lane. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for Hal for joining us. Uh, stay with me. You'll have the Betway Charity Bets next, and then you'll have me and Jonesy back properly for the usual podcast format next week. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, there you have it. Hal from the Chef United way chatting ahead of the weekend's game against Sheffield United. As promised, it's Will Pugh still with you for the Betway charity bets ahead of that game. Now, 
it's one of those things, isn't it? I'm really, really, really not looking forward to the game at the weekend. It's a bit of a bleak spell at the moment. We've covered on the podcast recently how West Ham's B team or second string or anyone outside of our starting 11, maybe our best 12 or 13 players, just isn't really up to it, which is disappointing a little bit expected as well. I, I think at the beginning of the season, it's all very easy to to sort of slam David Moyes and the recruitment team now. But, you know, if you're really honest with yourself, ask yourself at the beginning of the season what you were saying about the squad with Fournals and Ben Rama to come off the bench, who've been effective players for, well, less so Ben Rama, but Fournals certainly has been an effective player for quite some time. Um, you know, Fabianski on the bench as well. The defenders, the six string defenders looked okay. And I think they're arguably, that's where our most strength and depth is in defence. You've got Cresswell there um, on the bench. Ben Johnson probably less uh, effective when he comes on. But then the, the stable of centre-backs looked okay as well. So, you know, obviously the attacking position has been a, a difficult thing for a while. So, yeah, I, I think it's harsh or hard to be too harsh on on the club because at the beginning of the season it looked okay but um uh, you know some of the levels of those fringe players has fallen off somewhat and their impact when they've come on hasn't been superb but then again you know done all right in Europe anyway um this is what we've got for just a reminder of course that uh, Betway our charity partner and West Ham's main principal sponsor have agreed to give me and James Jones a 50 pound charity stake for each and every one of West Ham's 38 Premier League games this season to place on a three-legged three-legged even I don't know what three-legged is three-legged bet your way bet builder and any winnings from those goes to the charities, the West Ham Link charities that me and James are playing for. I, All of my winnings will go to the Bobby Moore Fund and James's will go to the DT38 Dylan Tombides Foundation. And uh, yeah, so far, James hasn't won a penny. Uh, I've had two winning bets, I believe, so far this season with a grand total of around £550, which is great stuff. And um, if you haven't listened before, Betway have agreed to double any winnings at the end of the season. So my total, when you include the the bit that Betway matching are matching, currently sits at about 1100 quid which is will be winging its way to the Bobby Moore fund at the end of the season which is absolutely brilliant news um yeah James needs to pull his finger out a bit past halfway mark he's got form for doing this so then he'll pull in a couple of absolute worldies at the end of the season and it'll all be slightly different so this week James's bet for Sheffield United is Thomas Suchek to score anytime both teams to score and more than 7.5 corners in the game. Mine is both teams to score no, under 2.5 goals, and there to be a red card awarded. If I'm quite honest, the red card part, I wasn't really certain about. I just added that on to make it a bit more of an interesting bet because I can see it being a very bleak game. I can't see West Ham scoring at all. I don't really know enough about Sheffield United to know whether they will or not. Um, but yeah, it does feel very sort of nil-nil vibes with... Uh, 
given, you know, the, the West Ham's recent Premier League game against Brighton. We had in a nil-nil for a very long time in the build-up to that. So, like London buses, two could come across, come along even at once. But as always, you can back these bets yourself if you so wish at the Betway on the Betway website and app. Just go to the game in question, which is Sheffield United v West Ham, and go scroll under the pre-built bets section. And under there, you will find the We Are West Ham bets. My one has my name on it. James has his name on it. And as I say, you can back those bets for real if you like. So that was the Betway Charity Bets for another week this season. And don't forget, uh, as I leave you um, until next week, when me and Jonesy will be back as usual, uh, to follow us on all forms of social media. We're on Twitter at we are underscore West Ham and we are West Ham Pod on Instagram. We have got a Facebook page as well. You'll realise James does a lot of this. We've even got a TikTok if you fancy it. Um, if you're somewhat more of the modern generation of, of fans. I mean, I'm only 32. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, follow us on TikTok as well if you like. But the most important ones which we would urge you to do uh, if you haven't already, uh, or if you are inclined to do any of these, uh, would be to follow, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, also leave us a five-star review and some nice, so I'll say some kind or unkind words, if you like, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you fancy it, buy me and James a pint. If you want, you go to buymeacoffee.com slash Ham. And, yeah, you can buy a couple of beers for me and James if you fancy it. We only spend that money, which comes directly to us when we're together in an actual pub or on podcast fees or equipment to make the show better for you guys so that's buymeacoffee.com slash we are west ham if you fancy it hope you enjoyed the podcast this week couple of opposition views as i say me and james will be back as usual for next week west ham are still massive up the hammers and we'll see you then hi this is tony cotty and you're listening to the we are west ham podcast Podcast Network.